0: Hi, Rollers. it's your friendly neighborhood editing Michael. Uh, just a heads up on this episode, my audio got a little funny. Uh, apparently my good microphone wasn't plugged in all the way, so it recorded some rather raw audio. Uh, it sounds like I'm uh, away and underwater kind of a little bit, but I think it's all understandable, so you can still enjoy the content of this episode and next episode. Unfortunately, we recorded two episodes at a time, and uh, the audio problem persisted uh Uh, across both. Also, I'm a little sick right now, so you can hear my voice is kind of stuffy as it is anyway, but the content, as I say, is all there. You can still get the story, and we should be back on track for the next episode uh, after episode 48. Uh, The audio will be great, so enjoy this episode, and we'll talk to you later. Bye!
1: Last time on Pokemon Rollout, on their way to Ratu to retrieve gym leader Yash, the Silent Surgeon, to heal the Bladed Trevenant, the group was summoned by the sounds of a metal tone and a rumbling. They came into a clearing where they found four timber attempting to pull a hone edge out of a stone, and failing. Professor Sneeze sent out Boss the Mankey, and with one swift pull, the hone edge was set free. But it was lodged in the head of an onyx, which woke up with a rage. The group was able to subdue the beast, with Liliana catching it, but eventually giving it to Charlie, and Professor Sneeze caught the hone edge. But the battle was not finished. In Charlie's attempt to catch a Pokemon, he hit Boss with a Pokeball. Enraged, Boss chased Charlie up a tree, but was eventually able to be returned to his Pokeball. Each member of the party picked up a timber for their team. They saw the Onyx had opened up a deep cavern that they weren't sure where it led to. They decided to continue to Ratu to to find Yash, but to return to explore this cave another time. What will they find today on Pokémon Rollout?
2: Nick, but these guys call me their game master, and you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real play Pokemon tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name?
1: I'm Paul, and I play Charlie Cinderella Pine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael, and I play Professor. <laughs>
3: I'm
0: Lydia, and I play Liliana. <laughs> I'm,
1: do- I'm doing laundry while we do this. Will you sing songs sporadically throughout the episode, Uh, please? Maybe. You probably don't want that to happen, but maybe if you're watching. Oh, I would love for it to happen, (laughs) (laughs) Lydia. Lydia,
2: you didn't phrase that question correctly. The, The question was. What kinds of songs will you be singing, since you obviously are
1: going to be singing? <laughs> <laughs> ah, yep.
3: There we go. There we go. Well, well hey, I mean, you're, if the, I, you're the GM. You can make things happen. If I do
1: no. if I do anything, it's going to have to be like a parody of something, because, I see. I see. Uh, you know, like copyright and whatnot, so. Yeah. Granted, I can't carry a tune well enough, so no one will really know what I'm referencing, I suppose.
0: <laughs> well, that'll make it more exciting. <laughs>
1: I'll we I'll, have I'll see, see if I can if I can episode. come up with anything uh, <laughs> during during the show. So
2: anyway, all right. So you guys are on your way from. Uh, you're able to travel a little bit more uh, after running into the timber, and you didn't have any serious issues besides, you know, people's uh, internet glitching. But uh, besides that,
1: <laughs> uh, was wasn't my internet. It was like the whole freaking computer.
2: Well. I, I was just... Okay, never mind. <laughs> okay, never mind. Okay, yeah, yeah your, your computer <laughs> shut down last time. I remember that now.
1: No. Um Have we have we made it to a Pokemon Center to heal yes, up? Yes, you were
2: able to make it to a nice little rest stop to a Pokemon Center at <laughs> the end of the day to rest up and heal up. Um, Yep, so you're healed up. You can switch out your Pokemon and be ready to go. You know, waking up today...
1: <sighs> what was that? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Is everyone alive? <laughs> El- Ellie? I
0: forgot to turn my phone down. And my ringtone just went off. I see. <laughs> what is your ringtone? Don't ask. I, I, fe- I feel like we
1: would have been my- visited from like some of the people, uh, the folks from, the, um, uh, from Here's Johnny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, a- damn. <laughs> All right.
0: My. So okay, well to explain, <laughs> my sister and I went to a concert. Uh, and we were recording things just to be goofy. Mm-hmm. So then, like, there's there's more there's more to it than just that. But that's the beginning of it. I see. I see. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Anyways, please continue. That was my alarm to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> of course it was. All right.
1: Um <laughs>
2: Okay, so you did make it to a town and to all the different things there. Um, So you're able to switch out your Pokemon things. You know, uh, by the next day, you know that you have I think at this point you have ten days until Dr. Linnaeus meets an unfortunate end. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Ooh, that that time's clicking down faster than we expect.
2: It's either, it's, I, I, if I'm, if I've got the timing wrong, it might be eleven, but I'm trying to make sure, because you had fourteen when you left the Trevenant. You spent the night at the Town there, and then you made it back to the uh, made it back to the road. So that's two days. The third day was traveling. So this is the uh, this is the fourth day since leaving. So including today, you have eleven days. All right. Okay. So you have eleven days to go there. Um, the other thing uh, that Liliana knows especially, and Doctor Sneeze a little bit from traveling on this is, um, the nearest suburb to uh, Ratu is a little over a day's travel away. Okay. So making it into Rachu proper would be by nightfall tomorrow, if you don't push yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Charlie's going to take this time. I think uh, Beatrice is going to take a break, and we're going to bring... I don't want to bring Hollow or i want going to bring back Chomps? I'm not sure which.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, Is this your subconscious?
1: Yeah, yeah, just a really low whisper.
3: It's a the name on the wind.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let's bring Chomps. I miss Chomps, even though he's not going to listen to me.
3: Yay! (laughs) Um, Professor Sneeze is, even though he didn't really see any action uh, previously, he's going to send Atlas back. Uh, and I uh, hold on to uh, Arthur, his newly captured edge wow. uh, as the new addition to the team. Um, no, not doubling up on the Steel-type <laughs> that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, also, he's going to try to do some training with uh, uh, Arthur and Boss. See if they can get along. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good luck.
2: So you're training Arthur and Boss, um, I will need command checks. Oh, oh, sure. <laughs> if, if you're trying to get them to do things, I'll need command checks. Otherwise, I will need like the Pokemon, a Pokemon education or charm check or something to just get them to start getting along.
3: I'll do Pokemon education um, for purely meta reasons. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> because I, I do want them to get along. I want to uh, you know be a focus psychologist to them both. Mm-hmm. And hey, I am a pocus psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's gonna be 17. Okay, what are you doing? Oh, um, I am, uh, I'm gonna send Boss out first, uh, and say, Now, Boss, uh, we captured that Hone Edge. Thank you for your assistance on that. Uh, so he's the new member of the team. All thanks to you. You did that. Way to go, buddy. And, um... I, I I want him to get along. I want you to help him feel welcome to to the group. So uh, we're we're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let him out. I'm gonna let you two kind of talk a little bit. I'll be here to, to, to you know talk with you with you as well. And we're gonna we're gonna be a great team. And you know what? Together, I bet uh, we'll just be the most powerful team out there, and we'll we'll be able to take down all of our opponents. All right, you ready, boss? I'm gonna kind of wait for his reaction on that.
1: How do you expect boss to buy it if you don't even buy it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, boss is just kind of staring at you. Okay. Uh, he doesn't seem like he doesn't seem overly hostile. He's just kind of waiting.
3: All right, all right, all right, boss. Here, here comes, here comes Arthur. Arthur, come on out and defeat boss properly.
2: So, send out Arthur the Homage. Okay. Um, The Honage kind of floats warily in the air. It seems to recognize at least the feel of the Pokemon Center, although it's not completely familiar with it. Hmm. Um, I like the feel of a Pokemon Center, it's not completely familiar with it, and it just kind of floats hesitantly. It glances over at you for a bit before kind of focusing on Boss, while Boss is focusing on it. And they get into what you feel is a staring contest. <laughs> this is between a living sword that may or may not have uh eyelids and the monkey <laughs> and you're not sure, sure who's going to win. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Aren't we getting along? This is great. I feel. I feel like we're we're making progress. Here. We're gonna be. We're gonna be. We're gonna be great. This is great.
1: Very now, good. now, now, cause... what I was saying before is, as a poke psychologist, uh, you should ask Arthur how he feels about possibly being relocated to a weapon of another Pokemon and maybe not having his own identity.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. Oh, man.
2: <laughs> I, I will say, um, I I'm thinking of ideas for how to allow that to, to function. And eventually, sure. it'll be much more streamlined. But at first, especially, it'll be one or the other will get to act, but they can yeah. both be out. Sure. Is the idea, and they'll more integrate after that. Um, sure.
3: I, I, I'm not going to push it at this point, and they're going to remain separate at this point. So and as their as their relationship grows <laughs> and become friends, and they will become friends. <laughs> I'm going to insist that they be friends.
1: Arthur becomes subservient. <laughs> oh boy <laughs> uh,
2: okay so after several minutes in which you didn't see either of them blink but then again neither of them attacked each other um you feel like you're not gonna get much farther today
3: that's fine that's progress itself I, I feel good about this session
2: Okay. do you return them <laughs> yeah.
3: way to go guys I'm proud of
2: both of you uh, return a- a- after you return them Archie taps you on the shoulder with his tail yeah. Boss says... B- Boss was considering types of plows. <laughs> Arthur, Honage, Arthur, was stating that if he tried to feed from you, you would die. So you're not worth the effort. Um, you remember that Honage uh, slowly siphon life from
1: whoever carries them, and that's how they eat. Hmm. <laughs> So, so you're saying that uh, Professor Sneeze is old enough that he's not—it's not even worth it. <laughs> yep.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: and that well, was the, I, that that was their conversation, essentially. <laughs> good.
3: Well, at, at least they weren't killing each other. That's a step in the right direction.
2: <laughs> That's
3: optimism.
1: There you
3: go. I'm an undying optimist.
1: Well for now. <laughs> Until you pick up your home edge. Uh um. <laughs> oh kiddy. Uh, alright. Right. so are we heading off then? I think so. Everyone's got their yes.
2: team set up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay.
1: So we travel. Let's let's
3: move on,
2: guys. We gotta we to hurry we're gonna, we're gonna
3: take back to Linnaeus. I know he's not our favorite
1: person, but we gotta be excited about it. <laughs> Obligatory, Charlie goes in the wrong direction. No.
0: (laughs) 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 Um, Liliana, where's his leash? (laughs) Liliana just takes out her whip and ties it around his waist.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah, okay, so Charlie is, at at least Charlie is the youngest out of all of you. Yep, so that's a little bit better. For a little while, I thought Liliana was younger than he was, and I was gonna laugh at. Oh, jeez, but...
1: no! <laughs> All right, that would be
2: something.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So you start heading down the road for a bit. Um, it, it is getting a little more city-like. Um, for Professor Sneeze especially, who grew up in like the Triathlon Sanctuary area, it's increasingly obvious that these are human beings that aren't from D. Uh, that that aren't, like, uh, of D-ancestry, or at least not D-architects who are building around here. Mm-hmm. Um, and after so much time spent in D-lands and things there, it's a little more obvious to Charlie and Liliana as well, but it's especially obvious to Professor Sneeze that you're getting closer to what the Chan might... what the ancient Chan would call civilization. Quote, unquote. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so you're going to the things there. And uh, after a little while, about midday or so, you start hearing a large amount of, like, metallic crashing noises, as well as growling coming from a little farther down the road and, like, around a bend.
1: Hmm. Uh, Katana grunge fighting again.
2: (laughs) Does Charlie say that out loud? No. Okay. (laughs) Oh, no. Um. Because Katana is on his back, as far as he knows.
1: (laughs) Alright, uh, uh, I suppose as usual, we go toward the sounds. <laughs> kind of like yeah. along the path, right? Yes, it Ever. seems to be on the path ahead of you. So. So yeah. we'll get there eventually.
3: We'll, we'll get there. Um, I wonder what, what that is up there. Uh. Sounds dangerous.
0: <laughs> it sounds like fun.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I, uh,. I'll, I'll say, um, Archie. Do you want to run ahead really quick and and take a peek at what's what's going on over there? Please be as um, as quiet as you can. Don't call attention to yourself, and see if you can see what's up there, just around the bend.
2: Okay. Uh, are you rolling stealth just for him or anything? The river
1: or...
3: Bend. Yeah, I'll roll. Just I'll roll around a okay, the river that's all I'm bend. thinking about. It's not, too. it's not a
2: river bend. You're you're a little farther away from uh, the, the, the pathway <laughs> bend or the. <laughs> The, was it Chuckling He's, Brook? I forget the name of it exactly. Laughing, laughing, laughing river, laughing river, river. Yeah.
0: Yep. He's filling his Disney Princess quota. <laughs> yeah, oh God. yes,
1: thank you. I forgot. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Oh, uh, we got an eight on
2: stealth. Eight on stealth. All right. So Archie scampers down and runs around the corner there, quick. Excuse me. And the crashing noises continue. Um, and pretty soon Archie runs back around the corner and he runs up to you and just says, come, and then runs back.
3: okay. I can't go that fast. Okay. I'm coming.
2: (laughs) All right. So as you all round the corner, you see, um, two quadruped four legged Pokemon with four stubby little legs and a large and large round heads. Um, they have black bodies with plates of gray armor covering their head back and legs. Um, through its body, there are just little small openings in the armor, so showing the black body underneath. Uh, there are six openings in the head, with the largest two being openings for the pale blue eyes, and then one opening on either side of the spike on its back, and there, and that's the, just a single blunt spike protruding from the top, protruding from its back. Um, they are on either side of what look like just two gears, with six teeth in each gear. Um... Looking a little closer, you see that each gear has an eyeball, and an X, like, an X that was where the other eyeball would be. Um, There's, like, a round kind of palish blue dot that looks like a nose in the center of them, and then there's a small dot underneath that blue dot on the other side of the eyeballs that looks like an open mouth. Um, Each one of them has one of those gears in their mouths and seem to be trying to pull them apart. Oh! And are growling at each other. Uh, the thing in the middle is obviously in pain and is trying to get away.
3: Got it. Why are you laughing? Because
1: I, I, so I don't know, I don't know what the the, the 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 stubby Pokemon are, but like I, I understand the scenario that's happening. Right. It's, it's very clever. I like it. <laughs>
3: I know what's going on, like, and I think I know what the, the middle ones are, but I don't know what the the ones that are fighting over it. Is, uh, Pokemon
1: education. Let's get okay. Professor Meena. We uh, so even got Paul on this one. Paul's not quite sure. <laughs> sure.
2: Uh, fourteen. Pokemon. Education.
1: A fourteen. All right. That
2: allows you to identify the Pokemon as well as a few other things. Um, the two Pokemon that are fighting are both Aeron. Ah. Mm. Um, oh
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: They're they're both Aeron. So the small Pokemon that are Steel and Rock types. Uh, generally they live up in the mountains, so it's kind of strange to see them down here. And, mm-hmm. uh, they, uh, the one in the center is a Clink, Yeah. Which is a f- pure steel-type Pokémon. Um, it has, like, uh, they kind of interlock to form one Pokémon. You never really see a Clink li- alone in the wild. But they lock together to form one Pokémon, Um, and it goes through there, and it has to spin in order to remain alive, so it not spinning is giving it some trouble, even though it's even, beside it being pulled apart. Um, the other thing that Professor Sneeze notices immediately is both of these Aeron are desperately malnourished. Oh. Um, they also eat exclusively metal, exclusively iron, which is probably why they're after this clink. Um, you know that Pokeballs will delay an on- the onset of starvation, but won't stop it in- entirely. Um, even if you get these Aeron in a Pokeball, you- if you had to guess, you only have a couple days to find metal to feed these Aeron. Mm. Uh, if you I want... I can to- cook
3: a lot of things, but I don't know how to
2: cook a <laughs> if you want to take care of them, and these are, like, these... The- they're acting on starvation, otherwise they wouldn't be attacking an Aeron and trying to eat it.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And- All right. Um. I relay all of that information. Mm -hmm. Uh, We gotta stop them from from eating that clink
0: and also help them because they're starving.
1: Um, hmm. Well,
0: aren't you the chef here? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know
3: if I can um, pick uh, metal. Uh, That's an
1: interesting (laughs) one.
3: Do your best.
0: We've got fire types.
1: Has the clink taken any damage yet?
2: It does not look like it. It looks like they got a hold of it a little while ago, and they haven't started like fully attacking it yet. They're just pulling at it.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Charlie uh, brings out um, Bernie. This is a great job for you. I'm not quite sure what to do, but uh, you can you can heat the heat any of these Pokemon up. Let's let's see what we can do. So uh, Charlie sends Bernie out. And with one of my juggler abilities, he gets to go right away. Yep, Bernie goes immediately. And um, Bernie, do a do a double kick on the left one. Let's let's help this clink out. So Bernie does a double kick on the left. Aaron, the left one, yes. Okay. Let's see how my blue D20 does. I don't trust my my the one that goes with my set anymore. <laughs> First one's a two. Okay. That misses. Roll the second. <laughs> I need a new d20 again. It's a 1. No! <laughs> You've
2: got to be kidding me.
1: I am not kidding you. <gasps> All right. Well, get
3: that critical fumble table. Yes. Who are we thanking for our uh, special critical fumble today? <laughs> Why can
2: I never find the critical fumble table when I want to find it?
1: Maybe we should call the fall fumble table. <laughs>
2: um, I am going to... So... Uh, Bernie kicks and the Aeron actually man- manages to maneuver out of the way and something explodes. <laughs> maybe not in the immediate vicinity, maybe not in the immediate time frame, but something either has or will explode.
1: <laughs> Ellie, are you playing with us again? <laughs> no,
2: no, I'm running the game. No! No! <laughs> All right, so that is Bernie's turn. Um, that moves us to Liliana. You're up.
1: Okay.
2: So okay. Bernie's looking a little annoyed. The Aerons have realized that you're there, but they don't seem to want to let go of the clink yet, so...
0: Okay, yeah. I'm going to have Trigger use Lear to glare disapprovingly at the Aeron.
2: So you release Trigger? <laughs> yep. Okay, what is this...
0: He has the speed of four.
2: Okay, so it
1: is not his turn. Either.
0: Okay, all right.
1: Well, oh, Trigger's a slow boy.
0: Hey, you know what? I don't judge your Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> he's fine just the way he is.
1: <laughs> now, I, he's not necessarily mentally slow, but I'm just thinking about, like, an obese Machop. <laughs> oh, no!
0: <laughs> his... He's he's just so muscly. That's what's weighing him down. <laughs> there you go. It's all muscle. Oh,
2: man, I
0: love you, Trigger. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am going to use. Well, attempt to use astonish. <laughs> so I got a seven for accuracy.
1: Okay. that
2: does hit. Which one are you hitting?
3: Um, I'm going to
2: one on the left or the one on the right? Or the, the one clink? that
0: looks like... Oh no, not the clink! <laughs> uh, the the one that looks like it's uh meaner and feistier. Is <laughs> like that
2: one okay? Um, both of them are you know driven by starvation, but let's go with the one on the
0: right. Okay, all right. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> she
2: already rolled accuracy. So. Okay.
0: <laughs> so we're safe there, but I did roll a one on my D6. All right. So, so that gives me a total of nineteen.
2: <laughs> nineteen ghost physical damage. Yep. You did no damage.
3: Oh, um, of course.
2: So you went up and did the razzle dazzle, and the Aeron didn't even look at you.
0: But I'm so fancy.
2: <laughs> All right, uh, Professor Sneeze says,
3: All right, Hercules, let's come on out.
2: And I talk about Hercules with Leo. Okay, Hercules can go immediately. Uh,
3: Hercules, use Lear on that mean-looking Aeron. Um, so he's going to stare that Aeron down. So the one that Liliana was going for. Since
2: Lear has a cone too, you can hit both oh, Aeron.
3: Let's do that instead. Let's hit them both. Yeah. that is uh, a uh, out, of, out of curiosity
1: <laughs> would would that also hit the
2: the clink um since Lear has a so, has the friendly keyword uh you can choose to exclude Pokemon, yep. well, you can choose to exclude people from the range gotcha so yes but he doesn't have to it's myth
3: though I rolled a 2 and it got an 80 of 2
2: yes the Aaron really aren't interested in you guys I'm afraid they're still hungry <laughs> <sighs> well, um, time,
1: time to move on <laughs> <laughs> This is futile <laughs> oh goodness, yeah. Professor
2: Sneeze, you do have a standard action
1: Oh yeah uh,
3: Well, I will use Flash on the Aeron Nope okay. that, that doesn't have a friendly keyword uh, That would hit the clink. Yes, it would uh, So Maybe not
2: I'm afraid uh, that's not an you... open move. What? Derf is not an open move. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh,
3: well, I'm going to instead try a try attack. Um, I'm going to try, a, try to attack. Um, that, uh, the, the one that Liliana was going for. Okay. So, powering up the hair muscles and firing, and that's a four hit with a try attack and maybe two, with a special attack.
0: Um...
2: You hi- fire up the hair muscles, but it's more of a sputter. And uh, what fires out just splashes against the iron hide of the Aeron without any uh, damage. I'll
3: get there. Don't, don't look at me.
2: <laughs> um, I am remembering um, since I gave it to Liliana and Professor Sneeze, Charlie, you should still have a standard action as well.
1: Um. Okay. You know what, uh, I want to try it. Uh, Charlie's going to just, uh, throw a Pokeball at the clink and see if he can just kind of solve that part of the problem. At the clink? Okay. Yep. Four.
2: Uh, unfortunately, an extremely hard tug moves the clink out of the way of the Pokeball as it swings by. Um, it does land on the ground. It does, it is not broken, but it did miss. Okay. Because no one has any luck in this battle, I see. <sighs> Nope. Um, but now the Aeron on on the left, seeing as it's been the one that's been the least focused on at the moment, um, it kind of looks so, like it glances for a second over at Bernie who just attacked it, and then punches one foot, or one of its stubby feet into the ground and flips up a rock straight at Bernie's face. So it uses Rock Tomb, which hits. Ooh. It does 26 rock physical damage. And lowers your speed by one combat stage. Remember, you have speed boost, so actually it does nothing.
1: Cool. you for reminding me. Mm-hmm.
2: Alright. And then the Clink, moving around and trying to get a little more free of these things, uh, starts twisting its gears around in this in an attempt to escape from the Aeron, and an attempt to kind of like grind against them to get their to get the jaws free. Um and the gears grind up against the Aeron that's kind of that, that's holding onto a bit of a, so the Aeron on the right, which wasn't distracted, gets hit by the grind a little stronger. Alright, and it kind of uh, gets a little Beaten up by the gears spinning around in it, but otherwise, it still manages to keep its hold, even though there's a gear literally spinning inside its mouth.
3: I am going to have well,
0: oh. man, because like I feel a little bad for I know that like Aaron are eating the clank, mm-hmm. but I also feel kind of bad for them,
3: so I like kind of don't want to hurt them. I feel like... I feel like we're really
0: the for the I'm like... Okay, um... Okay, I'm going to have... Trigger... Use Karate Chop. On the... Aaron on the... Right.
2: So the Aaron that's already a little hurts, then?
0: Um... Now nah, let's go for the tougher one. Okay,
2: Aaron on the left. So you're using karate chop instead. Okay.
0: Yep. So I got a total for accuracy.
2: Twelve that does hit.
0: Thirty-four. Right?
2: Thirty-four physical fighting. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
3: that's right.
2: Okay. Yep. Physical fighting that ended up doing forty-eight physical fighting damage, which is enough to give the Aaron two injuries but not quite to feign it, so, uh, Trigger, after watching the display in front of him, uh, simply walks forward and essentially just bats the Aeron off of the clink. And so that Aeron kind of goes flying and lands, and now the clink is being held by one of the Aeron instead of the other. instead of both. Um, the other Aeron that still has a hold of the clink now, Um, It looks around, and it kind of hunkers down, and you see its uh, skin get all shiny for a second. It uses Harden. And raises its defense by one combat stage.
1: Um, Can I get my Pokeball and throw it? Am I allowed to do those two actions?
2: Uh, Yes, you can move to pick up the Pokeball and then throw it.
1: Alright, let's do that, and let's just uh, chuck it at the Aaron that just got knocked away by Trigger. That's right. I'm sniping Liliana's.
0: <laughs> After I helped you the last
1: episode. Oh boy, it's a critical 20. Ooh, <laughs> all right. Well, Ooh, and I'm gonna need a 95. So I subtract 40 from that, making it 55. Okay.
2: Well, it hits the arrow and captures it. It shakes for a second, and then there's a short sound. And the great ball bursts open and shoots back to you. Give me a technology education check.
1: Uh, yeah, okay, because that shouldn't happen with a lock case. And technology ed, I'm novice at that. Let's see what happens here. Uh, ten.
2: Um, you haven't seen it personally, but it's something that you that anyone who has a Pokéball and who's very eager about capturing Pokémon has heard before. That was a capture fail. This Aaron has already been captured by a Pokéball. Oh! oh. Ooh. Well. Uh, the plot thickens. Just for a second, like right behind yeah. you on your back, you feel, you think you heard someone go, hmm.
0: <gasps> KB...
2: On Char- behind Charlie, like on Charlie's back, you hear someone
1: go, "Hmm." Oh, Charlie looks like uh, looks behind him, like turns around. Um, <laughs> whole body. <laughs> yep, yeah, whole whole bodies. Uh, do, does Charlie see anybody? Uh, nope. But behind you, you hear a very faint sigh. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie turns around again, <laughs> and and then shrugs his shoulders. But just let people know, uh, like Charlie, while he's he's not the he's not the brightest bulb or the or the sharpest crayon in the tool shed, um, he (laughs) uh, he does realize that it like put is putting together that okay, so these Aaron are probably someone's Pokemon, and they're being um, malnourished. And that's not right. Um, yes, and Professor Sneeze, you would know from the, from
2: their state of malnourishment, especially for a Pokemon that eats iron they, and that can pull through most things, they would have to be specifically like left like that. Hmm. So, like, they would have to be like purposefully starved, mm-hmm. or else they would have had to been somewhere with no iron for
1: miles.
3: Yeah unlikely, especially in an urban
1: environment. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, are, I know in some, some, uh, when people play this, like, their, uh, Pokedexes are just, like, telephones, are, are our Pokedexes like that, or, like, would we have to, um, go to a Poké Center, get, get hooked up to the landline and all that good stuff? <laughs> uh,
2: satellites have not come into being in the Chandy region yet, so neither have cell Yeah, Gotcha.
1: Right, man! What a waste of a twenty, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Um. But yeah, that's uh that's Charlie's turn then.
2: Okay.
3: Okay. Liliana's.
1: Well, um. Oh. Charlie. And by the way, like Charlie, uh, Charlie does take a moment to say, "Hey, uh, this this Aaron has already been caught by someone. I, I can't catch it." So, this is now public knowledge and everyone knows it.
0: Thank you. I was just going to ask about that.
3: (laughs) Um, Perfect. So, Liliana is going
0: to sneaky sneak away and I am going to roll a perception to see if she sees anything around that might... Indicate where a trainer may be, or where these Aaron came from in general. Okay.
2: Uh, give me an intuition as well.
0: Okay. So I got an 11 for perception and a seven for intuition. Seven for, perception, seven for intuition. Um. Looking
2: around, since you are on um, a road that's getting more and more like urban and set up as you're going along. Uh, you realize that the road looks like it's been traveled by wagons fairly fairly recently. Huh. Um, the wagons look like they were uh, not electronically set up or anything there, but they were care- but they were probably dragged by pony top.
3: Oh. the small scorch
2: marks on the road.
3: Well that sounds familiar. Um... I will quickly relay this information to the others as
0: well. Um, pointing out the wagon and scorch marks and um, shouting out Does this remind you guys of anything? Anything recent?
1: <laughs>
2: uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's recent in your character's lives, for sure.
3: Like the time when we went to that big factory thing, and there was oh, the wagons with the stuff. Yeah! Yeah, that
1: time. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah!
3: Oh, yeah! <laughs> That's right! That happened!
0: I'm actually very surprised that I remembered that, that I was still the one that remembered that. You
3: remembered. <laughs> oh, I, I was suffering podcast amnesia.
0: You're good. That happens to me all the time. <laughs> oh! Those guys! Yeah, Liliana just kind of like rubs her stomach from where the one lady clotter.
2: Mm. Is that all that Liliana does on her turn? Um,
3: hmm. I didn't know I could do more,
0: so. <laughs> um, okay, maybe I'll do this. I will do a good old rock smash. Okay. On the era that's looking the better of the two. Okay. Oh, are you joking? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Bring up the critical fumble oh, table. Oh, no, it's goodness. not just
1: my table, that's...
0: <laughs> it's spreading. The light is spreading.
1: Bring your dice.
2: All right. Um, Liliana, you go to hit the Aaron, but it moves just slightly, and unfortunately you were expecting to hit it, so you overbalance yourself and you are tripped. Hmm. So you essentially, uh, faceplant on the road.
0: Ow.
3: Hercules! Uh, try that again! Leer! Um, can I hit them both now? I know that one is Uh,
2: moved. one got moved, so you can hit one or the other.
3: Um, I will... How's the, the one that, uh, that, um, Liliana just missed looking?
2: Um, it's hurt a little bit from the Clink's attack, but it also just used Harden on itself.
3: Right. Uh, I will do that one. Okay. 14. That one's better.
2: That hits. All right. And so that Aeron kind of shudders a little bit and loses its combat stage.
3: Um, also, as a swift action for mm-hmm. Hercules, he is going to intimidate that Aeron.
2: Um, All right. So it loses so... one attack combat stage. Yep. Nice. So, along with its Leer, uh, Hercules gives out what's would only be um you know would be nicely called a roar he's still Mm -hmm. very he's still fairly young but Mm -hmm. um, it it Um, does the job on the aeron.
3: i I also just realized too i don't know like you can say that maybe he wasn't close enough before but i want him to be close enough to at least this aaron if not both so that his unnerve ability can work they oh, can't yep. gain positive combat. Yeah, station.
2: so now he's near enough. He's moved into the point where he's an obvious threat. So
3: they can't harden anymore.
1: Okay. True, true. All right, Bernie. He's pretty much just a one-target attacker, I think. He did rock slide, but I don't think that's going to do a whole lot, unfortunately. Although, when it says ranged blast three, that just means it has, I can... Uh, you can go from three away, right?
2: Nope, that uh six is its range, blast three is three ranks out. Oh cool. Rock slide is enormous.
1: I see that. Alright. So uh, it
2: does not have friendly, so if you aim for the one that the one that has the clink in its mouth, it will hit the clink too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But still, like it's rock's not gonna do anything to the steel type, so uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so Char, uh, not Charlie, uh, but Bernie is gonna, go in and I think probably try and, uh, land a, uh, actually Charlie goes, uh, hey Bernie, uh, don't, don't worry about the kicks, uh, don't, don't hurt yourself, uh, just try to do an ember instead. So he's gonna do an ember on the one that, uh, is less hurt
2: get a slightly angry chicken look at don't hurt yourself, but he does rock
1: slide. (laughs) Alright, let's see. I think the the purple die, I think, is the one that's gonna be doing it. So let's see how this D20 suits us. Seven. Okay. That does hit. Uh, so that's gonna be, uh, five, twenty-five fire special damage. Fire special? Yeah, I did ember. Oh, you said Ember. I thought you said Rock Slide. Nope. No, I was looking at Rock Slide, but I kept oh, on saying, like, r- Rock Slide's not gonna do anything I to these. I completely missed yeah. that.
2: Sorry. 25 Fire Special. That makes much more sense. Uh, okay. 25 fire special. That did 10 <clears throat> damage hmm. to the Aron, because it's Rock type as well. Um. And so, you Scorch the Aron's hide, and it's looking a little bit the worst for wear now, but it hasn't gained an injury yet.
3: Alright, uh, Professor Sneeze is going to turn to the um, Aaron that is still holding the clank and use Weather Ball on it. So, uh, that's not gonna, no, that's not gonna do anything. It's not gonna do, it's not gonna do that. Okay. Because the normal type move, this thing is not going to take damage. Not really. Uh, so... He's going... Okay, here. We'll, um... Yeah, we'll use flash. It's going to hit the clink, too, but that's okay. Okay. Um, so... We'll flash that air on, trying to blind it. And we got a 12.
2: Alright. The air and both of the clink's eyes start to blink rapidly. Mm-hmm. The clink that just got knocked across the room uh, turns back towards trigger with a growl and lowers its head and charges forward to slam into him with iron head which did 40 steel physical damage to trigger
3: oh, that like
2: was <laughs> Mm-hmm. solid iron head and then the clink still stuck in the other ones um It spins around a little bit more and then you see little sparks spurting up between its gears. And then it just looses out a bolt straight into the Aeron's mouth. And the Aeron seems to just eat it.
3: Hmm.
2: Not really noticing or taking any damage from it.
0: Alright, um... I'm going to have Trigger use focus energy. Okay. Because he did not like getting
3: beat up. So he's going to summon all his might.
2: Alright, so he is pumped. Woo! Meanwhile, the <laughs> Aaron that is. Um, yep, so the Aaron that's still got a hold of the clink decides to lower his head down and leap forward at Bernie, who just. Shot fire at him. He goes for the good old-fashioned headbutt and misses. It looks like the clink dragged into the
1: ground and threw him off course. Really off course. Alright, Charlie may not be the best guy to do this, but he's going to try to do... Uh, Not that it would matter, but would either a survival check or a general education check be good to, like, see if I can figure out, like, if there's any iron around these parts, like... uh, General education will get you a good one.
2: Alright. Six. Alright, um, from what little you know about Ratu... You know, just enough that uh, the suburbs are generally factory towns. They've got... They've got... Um, basic They've got garbage dumps. And they've got scrap iron. So you get to the suburbs, you'll have all the iron you'll ever need. That's just mm-hmm. kind of rusting as scrap. In fact, um, some... Charlie may not know this specifically, but Thorazor Sneeze especially would, and Liliana would know a little bit because of Bratu. Uh, some Pokemon centers actually are near scrapyards, specifically for Pokemon that eat metal.
1: Alright, so with that information, Charlie was like, um, so isn't there supposed to be, like, a lot of steel and iron around here? Like, couldn't we try and lead these errands somewhere they could go, like, get a snack and, like, uh, or get, like, like a, a Snickers... Um and become themselves again.
3: Isn't that a bad idea, Charlie? Because
1: <laughs> I mean, we can't catch them, and I I don't think I want to carry a, a, a ravenous errand around like this. The halfway walk, half day's walk to the suburbs. Yeah, I think we might just
0: well go for it. Mr. Um, Sneeze,
2: could I get a Pokemon
0: education, too?
2: or whoever?
1: Uh yeah, I, I I got I got some Pokemon education. Eight. I have eight. Um... Fourteen.
2: Okay. Um. So you guys would know that while the Aeron are starving, they're not like there's. It's still a day or two before they're going to completely like they would starve to death like they're still mobile and still able to move around and do things um which means that if there isn't food what looks like food to them directly in front of them you might be able to talk to them ah which might make it a little easier than trying to yes lug an air on half a day's walk or run ahead of them for the entire trip all mm-hmm. right as they chase you down and try to get whatever you're dangling in front of them
1: so say that to me, and then then Charlie will have an idea.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, if, if we can, if we can reason with these Aaron, they might they might be willing to, to, to play off this this if, if if there's a promise of food in their near future. If we can lead them to some some metal.
1: Ooh ooh ooh! I got an idea. Let's catch it, and then basically do what it's doing right now, and just use it as bait, like to lure it. Use the clinking bait. Yep. Uh,
3: you think we might be able to find another metal
0: elsewhere?
1: Uh, Char-
0: yeah, we're in short supply of that here.
1: Charlie still has a, a standard action, correct? Um, y- yes. Charlie you haven't Char- done
2: any actions yet, so yes.
1: Okay, uh, so yeah, on my turn, Charlie throws a pokeball, a great ball with a lock case. Um, at the clink? At the clink. Okay. <laughs> He's running through with his idea. that is a... Six. Okay, that does hit, alright, on uh, numbers, <laughs> ooh that is a 25 and take away 20 from that.
2: It's a 5, okay. Block case goes and captures and the Aaron looks suddenly confused and, <laughs> and more angry. Uh the ball shakes once, shakes twice. Takes a third time. Ding! Congratulations, you've captured a level 22, no gender, plank. Booyah! Uh, the Aeron is now eyeing your great ball with a lock case on it.
1: <laughs> and with that, Charlie actually. Um. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh, so hey, Professor Sneeze, uh, why, don't, why don't you try ta- talking to them and just to uh, see, like, if we can, like, if they're smart enough to like realize we're gonna bring them to some food.
2: Yep, I'll
3: do that. Um, should I roll a
2: new Pokemon
3: education check?
2: Yes, since you're trying to talk to them now. Sure. Mm-hmm. Thirteen. Stephen, what are you
3: saying? I am saying, I'm hmm. hey, so fat. That was, a, that was a, a, another Pokemon after food at this point. We're gonna try to find you some food, though. Uh, if, if you come with us, we, we will make sure to get you some food. We're, we're on our way into uh, Ratu, um, which is just, you know, a city of metal. So there's lots for you to eat, I'm sure. We'll find something for you if you just come with us.
2: Alright. Uh, That's interesting. There's the uh, Aeron, have kind of been eyeing just like food and on all turned to look at you, and, and every time you've said food, they've kind of walked a step closer to you. Yep. Uh. so they seem to be kind of holding themselves back and like vibrating uh-huh. in there but but you're saying food and they're and you're not fighting them for it so they're kind of like where where's the food where is it food
1: um at least we're not fighting them for it anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anymore so- <laughs> you seem to have stopped
3: i had a broken flashlight that was mm-hmm. burnt out by the uh, acroholes Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to take that out of my bag um, and, you know, kind of unscrew it in two pieces and throw the pieces to to the two of them.
2: Um, They disappear faster than you thought metal could.
3: (laughs) Whoa, you guys were hungry. There's more where that came from. I'm sure we'll find some. Follow us. All right.
2: And so with some (laughs) clanking noises, they start following very close to Professor Sneeze. (laughs) <laughs> um, l- luckily, after the first mouthful of lab coat, they realize it's not metal and stop trying to eat it. <laughs>
1: that's that's, so oh, cute. It? that's That's a lot better than my idea. I was gonna send Clink out and just have him like follow that to food.
2: You're just gonna w- have a Clink run for its life
1: <laughs> while Aaron is <laughs> chasing it down. Hey, it has levitated. It just has to levitate high enough. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Um, I'm
3: assuming we're kind of out of initiative order? Yes. Um, I'm going to return Hercules. Hercules, excellent job, come on back! And then I'm going to, um, say to Archie, Hey, Archie, why don't you, um, kind of run ahead and see if you can find just some, some bits of metal all- along your way? Um, I'm going to have him use the pickup ability. Um, ah, okay. And, and if, if you'll allow it, if I can, you know, use that to kind of see if he can specifically find just random metal... Things, sure. Uh, even if roll, it's just like litter or something.
2: Yeah, roll a deep percentile for me for that. Um, the other thing I'll say is it's about midday. If you push yourselves, mm-hmm. you'll, um, Liliana will know for sure, but you guys will know that uh, you can get to the nearest suburb yes. about an hour or two after nightfall. Otherwise, you could stop for the night and come in an hour or two in the morning, like after an hour or two in the morning. Professor Sneeze is kind of feeling the crunch of time and would like to push on
3: that. I'll say that in character. I think we should keep pushing on. We'll, we'll make it to that suburb of Ratu and, you know, there's definitely going to be food for the Aeron there. Um, and also then we'll be far enough ahead in our in our travel that, that we're not losing too much time.
1: Let's uh. get down to business <laughs> to feed the Aeron.
3: <laughs> uh. <laughs> um quick question since L- Liliana knows this area pretty well right mm-hmm.
2: she knows it fairly well um, yes
3: okay so she knows like the safety level of it as well then
2: yes um near the like near the suburbs and things you're probably not going to deal with too many night like pokemon at night especially if you're moving if you have pokemon out around you and you're in a group okay yeah let's go mm. Uh, I got a twenty on my D percentile. Twenty on your wow. Okay. Twenty on your D. I should. I thought you rolled a D twenty for a second there, and I was gonna be like, holy cow. No. <laughs> All right. Um. So as you're going, Archie's able to come back with enough, um, scrap metal and things to keep the Aeron from getting too restless. Mm-hmm. But they're definitely just like, it's getting to the point where either they're gonna have you. Are you don't have the medicine education, mm-hmm. and you know this to tell how much you're supposed to be feeding them. Ah. At this point, because like they're at the point where if you feed them the whole time, you don't know if and if you don't know if you can throw up metal, but you don't think it would be pleasant, right? <laughs> uh, and so, okay, so you're getting there, and you're moving in, and it, uh, after an hour or two after nightfall, you get to kind of the area which would allow you to see the suburb ahead of you and uh, as Liliana would have known and expected about an hour or so before you got there uh, Archie came back to you and like this was the last time we going to and he just he clambered up onto Preston and said something is wrong not Hmm. sure what but something off Um, and so you get to the factory area and uh, as Liliana especially would would expect things there it's mostly like the entire area is basically dark after nightfall. Uh, the the factory workers have long hours, so they're probably all in bed at this point. The only lights that you're seeing is at the Pokemon Center, and the area's mm. is there. And then a few seconds later, there's a, a couple of clicking noises, and the town is the the suburb is suddenly lit up. Hmm. Nice and brightly. It seems like a lot of the, uh, houses and things, there seem to be a decent amount of bars, and all of those seem to be open and doing brisk business. Um, and things there, it's very well lit. You can see by the streetlights and things that just lit up and things there that, uh, that there's people moving around in the town and going through things there. Uh, the one big thing, like, the first thing is that it's a giant shock is that this is very obviously man-made buildings. Mm-hmm. After going through the, uh, the D part of the region for as long as you have, it's kind of startling how obviously man-made all of the buildings in the town are. (laughs) And the things there. And so, um, but also you're going through the things there. You can also see kind of off to one side and a little farther up the factory. That would be where most of these people work. And it isn't running. Hmm.
3: That, something's weird at, about this town. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm not used to cities and things like this, so Liliana, you probably know more than I do. But it, it... This is weird, right?
0: Yeah, this is pretty not normal from what I remember. Well,
3: let's let's get to the Pokemon Center and make sure these Aaron get taken care of. Um, and... Find out what's going on, um, and we should we should also find a, somewhere to stay for the night before we move on to Ratu. Yeah, but mm-hmm. let's let's keep our eyes open. Uh, I, I'm I'm unsettled.
0: <laughs> yeah, keep on your guard because this area should be safer than how it feels right now.
2: All right, so you're heading into town. Um, as you're heading through, it seems like it's an like. The feel that you're getting is like an impromptu celebration. Hmm. It doesn't feel like this was planned ahead of time, but it's a lot of people who would normally... Like, it's the middle of their work week, so they normally would be in bed right now, and they're not. Um... Doing bars, up and greeting, and different things there. Um, and you get to the Pokémon Center, which seems mostly it's not in too bad a shape. Um, you have quite some... You have quite the time of explaining why you have two... Aaron, who have obviously been captured by someone who are also obviously extremely malnourished following you. But <laughs> eventually you're able to kind of straighten things out and the nurses um, take, the po- take the Pokemon away from you. Um, I will say at this point, this nurse actually looks like the typical Nurse Joy. Uh. Because uh, one of the things about Ratu is, uh, since they don't use it in their um, buildings a lot of their clothing styles evoke Pokemon.
3: Hmm.
2: And so Nurse Joys look like Chansey. Or at Mm -hmm. least evoke them with their hairstyles and things. Hmm.
3: -hmm.
2: So Ratu Ratu nurses actually look like Nurse Joy. Nice. Um, Do you ask around for what's going on or what do you do?
3: Yeah, especially once we get the uh, Aeron squared away. And I guess if any of us have, I don't think, maybe my Pokemon or I were touched, so I'm good, but we should heal up as needed, um, yeah. but then, yeah, maybe even as we're talking to the, the nurses, it, it looks like this town is um, celebrating something, what's, what's going on?
2: Oh, It's nothing major, the uh, workers are just enjoying their unexpected time off. Why unexpected? Oh well, you know, some sort of uh, impromptu factory inspection, or no? Or was it that they were adding new? That they were putting in new uh, equipment. Not mm. uh, one of the two. Was there, anyways, the factory was shut down for today and tomorrow. You know, it's just a quick. That uh, they're just gonna quick work over the things, probably inspect things. I think they're adding some equipment. I remember seeing some wagons now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, oh. Were they so pulled there? by? Ponyta? Well, yeah, not everyone has access to, like, big electric wagons, and Rhyhorn are so slow. And they're full of, um, crates? What'd you say? They're under big sheets. Something big and bulky. You know how those factory machines work. Um,
3: group huddle, everybody. (laughs) Uh, the the flames of Agni are here. Um, we should probably go check out that factory they seem to be uh holding up in there and and, um i I don't know what exactly they're doing but uh you know if you remember um the uh archetype of of malice and slumber warned us that they would uh come to steal from rocks or from stone um so they they came to this area ratsu and probably this suburb uh so we should we should try and stop them before they accomplish whatever they're trying to accomplish I don't know if they'd expect to see us here, so we might have the element of Surprise on them. I think we should we should get in there as quickly as we
2: can. That's probably a good idea, but I think we're out of time for this week. So thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at PokeRoll podcast and on Facebook, facebook.com slash PokeRollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room. As long as you're not a robot, we'll approve your request to join. There you can join in the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. You can also join our Discord. Um, the last thing we were talking about, the last thing I saw on there, was alignment charts. I think at the end of this one people will agree that I am at least Lawful Evil. Also, follow <laughs> our network on Twitter, at radio and check out some of our other great shows at TapestryRadio.org, like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, and Here's Johnny. A special thank you to Rocko W for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles, and feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects used in this episode. Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter at PokéRollNick.
1: I am Paul. On Twitter, you can find me at ProfSnag. You can chat with me in the Puckle Discord or the Pokémon Rollout Discord, uh, which uh, I assume is going to be linked in the description. Uh, Also, by the time this airs, I will have had uh, my first battle in the playoffs of the, hopefully, first and not only battle in the playoffs of the (laughs) Upple playoffs. I'm going against Professor Mikey of Pokemon Crossroads, who has done a great job of promoting our show, Uh, but hopefully I can demote his team. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm Michael on Twitter. You can find me at N-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-E-H-A-L. I'm also on the Funeral at and in the other Taproom radio shows, uh, including my community gotcha. uh, and And uh, we are coming to the end of our season three in that uh, That podcast. We've got just a few more episodes of that before we um, move on to our next Mongo book for the summer. Uh, and uh, yeah, so check that out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're you're, you're up. Oh gosh. Okay. Oh. Ah. I'm sorry, my hands are falling off. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so wait, I'm sorry, recap me. What's going on? Um, We're
2: closing out. So you're Lydia, and you can follow me if you want. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm we out, can phone. we can review what happened at the
0: end of the episode. Yep. Oh. oh Leia you can follow me on Twitter at Elliot um, <laughs>
1: You know who I
2: am. L.A.L. <laughs> underscore Shadow Eight.
0: <laughs> I'll see you guys next time. Take care. Be kind. Please rewind. <laughs> You're all beautiful. Love so um, call-
2: you. Yeah. And um. You can find me on follow me on twitter at behind your island that's behind your e-y-e-l-i if you like what we do here every other week on pokemon rolex tell a friend retweet us and especially please rate us on apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts if you really like us donate to us on patreon patreon.com slash podcast and get some sweet rewards special thanks to our patrons asher korax alexandra nathan jester ryan felton michael williams nat kamek and Rachel Graves. Rachel. Michelle, Rachel Graves, every time. Uh, I get at least one wrong, and I apologize. You guys are awesome, and we can't th- say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch ya later. Next time on Pokémon Rollout. The trainers have successfully made it to the outskirts of Ratu, but all is not well when they get there. The power plant stands silent, the workers enjoying an unexpected day off, and Ponyta-drawn carts were last seen bringing strange, large crates into the plant building. Are the Flames of Agni here? If so, what are their plans? Can the trainers stop them? Find out next time on Pokemon Rollouts.
1: And part of, 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 of me was like, it. guys, guys, just start without me. But you guys can't start without me. We literally can't. <laughs> we cannot start without you, no. no. You know, one of these days, not not now, obviously, but we should just have you kind of, like, clean up your sh- sheep sesh.
2: Yes. <laughs> I would say not naming it that, but I agree.
1: <laughs> what, don't you like the term sesh?
2: Not that. <laughs> Anyways. Um. Anyways. <laughs> ah, this one.
1: have several drives that I use. Um... Sometimes you use overdrive. (laughs) What are (laughs) you, what are you, a (laughs) Um... (laughs) genesex? Obscurantism
2: and Obfuscation.